happiness is a practice and it's not always going to be easy. But it seems counterintuitive because shouldn't happiness feel easy, right? Like, you know, that's why I think, you know, people turn around and they're like, no, I'm not going to go that route because it just feels hard and it shouldn't be hard. Can you kind of dig into the work behind happiness? Yeah, I think I think there's work for happiness in two ways. One is, you know, like all good things, happiness is going to take a daily effort. You know, you don't just like go to the gym once and get, you know, perfect legs and perfect abs. Like you have to kind of keep going. You have to put in I'm the still effort. going. I've been going, going a lot. Right? And still <laughs> you know, not the gym. go for the yeah, rest of my life. It <laughs> doesn't even have to be the fitness metaphor. I mean, you know, like... You know, I know what you mean. Learn an instrument mm-hmm. or whatever. Like happiness is going to be the same way. It's going to take work and it's going to take constant work. But I think there's the special kind of work that that's particularly hard. Um, and that that kind of work is this idea that we we also need to realize that we don't understand what's going to make us happy. Like part of the work is realizing that our intuitions are kind of sucky. Mm. You know, like take what we were just talking about, right? We were, you know, my intuition is like, oh my God, I'm just going to plop down and watch Netflix or just scroll through my Instagram. That's what I need right now. But actually, I probably need to like call a friend in real time or I need to get out there and exercise or I need to do something a little bit more active and less apathetic. And so this is the thing we talk about a lot on my podcast, which is that our theories about what is going to bring us happiness are often wrong. And part of the work is recognizing that that's true and doing something that goes outside of our comfort zone because our comfort zone isn't great for us. Wow, mm. that's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I, thanks for... Yeah, thanks yeah, for... Yeah, 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 noticing these things. You're, yeah. you're, you're beautiful long hair. <laughs> Yeah, I actually, in addition to that, I was thinking about, you know, you mentioned at the beginning how saying, talking about being happy right now is triggering for people in a way. And I think I've even noticed that when I talk about happiness in general, it does seem to trigger people in a way to almost feel like you're out of touch or you are, you haven't experienced anything. It kind of discredits you in, in some aspects. Have you guys done research or looked into like the social constructs around like what are what are belief of happiness people? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think it's like a huge field. And I think, again, depending on how you think about it, you might pursue it in all kinds of different ways. You know, one of the misconceptions that comes up is that in some ways, like happiness is a first world problem. I get that a lot from my students, right? Like, oh, you're going to worry about happiness when people are, you know, hungry or people are, you know, there's inequality in the world. But actually the data suggests that happiness can causally affect some of those things. So in other words, happier people tend to live longer like happier people tend to be healthier, happier people tend to perform better at their job. And so in some ways, I think this idea that it's a first world problem is missing the fact that it, it might actually have a, a stronger causal effect on the things we really care about than not. And so, yeah, so I think that there's there's some theories that we have about happiness that they too are kind of wrong sometimes. Um, and that affects whether or not people want to put the work in to pursue it. And just on that note, like, you know, I, I haven't traveled a ton, but when I have and I've been in places that are considered not first world, um, I've seen some of the happiest people, you know? So I'd love to dig into like the materialism and how, yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe it is a first world problem in the sense that like the obsession with materialism is, uh, or the correlation between happiness and having a lot of things is actually making us more unhappy. So I'd love to yeah, talk I think about that. Yeah, that's exactly what the data show, in fact. So I mean, I think we think, yeah, especially in, like, in the Western modern world, like happiness is about being rich or happiness is about being famous or happiness, as you said, is about having lots of material possessions. 
And the data just don't bear that out. Actually, there is a correlation between happiness and materialism. So being the kind of person that seeks out material goods, Mm -hmm. but it's a negative correlation. So as you get more materialistic, you get less happy. Um, You know, you probably know it from, you know, like no surprise when I say it, right? You know, people who are are like that. And the inverse. I've actually know people that the happier they are, the less they want material. Exactly. Right. And and I think Mm. that's, that, that is a general thing that we see in the happiness work is that it, our circumstances just don't matter for happiness as much as we think, like whether we can buy those good things and so on. And that gets to your point that like, if you travel the world and you see people who are happy and sad, it doesn't map onto their circumstances. You can see the happiest people living in the direst of circumstances and vice versa. You know, many, a, many, a, an incredibly rich, incredibly successful person in their heart of hearts is feeling pretty miserable. And so, but the problem is that when we try to pursue happiness or when we try to make ourselves happy, we often go towards those material things, right? Mm. You know, there's a whole advertising industrial complex yes. trying to convince us that, you know, we'd be happier if we bought something today. Then they're done that. Yeah, truly. Um, and, and to that point, I think there's there's an average income that they found, I believe in the data that shows this is the average income that people find they're the most happy. And then as it increases, they actually move further away from happiness. Are you familiar with that? Yeah, so it's 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 not necessarily that you get further away from happiness. It's more just that increased income doesn't have any effect on your happiness. You kind of just like level off. Um, Right now, or at least the data were from around 2009, but back in 2009 when they did the study, that was around 75k in the U.S. Wow. Um, So under that, you kind of get the sense like under that, you know, you might need to be working extra hours. You're worried about putting food on your table. You know, depending on where you live, you might have housing insecurity and so on. But once you hit that you know, you're basically fine. You know, most of your material needs are met. And after that, it's just kind of gravy. But but you see what happens, like you just end up striving for more and more and more. Um, yes. One funny study, so that that study was about if you look at people's well-being, does it go up if you get more salary? They were measuring like people's well-being, not asking them about salary. But if you ask people about salary, you get even more interesting data. So one study uh, ask people at different incomes, how much would you need to be happy? Like, what's the amount that if you got any more, you wouldn't need any more money? And so they ask people around $30,000. And those folks say, if only I could get $50,000, then I'd be good. Right. But if you ask people who are earning $100,000, those folks don't say, like, oh, I'm totally good. Those folks say, I need $250,000 to be good. Mm. And so the, the point is, like, you never get there, but also your goal, what you think you need gets further off as you get more money. So it's not like you get closer as you get more money, you get further away from your goal. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.